are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. See, what do you do when it looks like everything's not working? Just keep doing what the Word said. I've had people call me and say, well, I've done everything you said to do it. Why isn't it working? I said, it's working. You get silent on the other end. But it's working. It just takes time. If you're doing what the Word said, it's working. Just keep your mouth shut. If you can't say anything good, just keep your mouth shut. Trust in what you've already believed back there when faith was high. Well, that's what you do when you get in a situation like that. Point back to where you believed. Say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, I remind you that back there I believed, I said, and I had faith as a seed, and Jesus said it would obey me. And I'm not going to move off of it. I'm going to hold fast to it. Somebody said, what if it doesn't happen? I'd rather hold fast to it and it not happen than for me to go and speak a bunch of unbelief and it happen. But I'll tell you, if you'll hold fast to the confession of faith. See, if we was 100% in this, we never would have a failure. But how many of you know we're not developed 100%? You may have a few faith failures. You're practicing your faith. You're going to be like a little child. They get up and try to walk and they fall. They don't lay there and say, well, walking doesn't work. <laughs> they know it works. They just keep getting up and keep falling. They keep practicing until they learn. See, that's what it means to have a working knowledge of the Word of God. You've got to be fully persuaded of what God has promised. He'll surely perform. You hold fast to it. Weeks and months if it's necessary. We have a story in the 14th chapter of Matthew about Jesus feeding the multitude. Jesus said, don't send them away, they're hungry. They said, but Lord, we only have five loaves and two fish. He said, bring what you have. And he fed them. He had them sit down and he fed them. What, 5,000 plus women and children? Must have been nearly 20,000 people. Now, over in Israel, even over there today, if there's a crowd around, there's somebody selling fish and bread. Now, we got the idea that this is some little boy's lunch, but it might not have been. He may have been in the business of selling fish. And that's all he's got left. And they took what he had. They had him to donate what he had. And boy, I mean, there's a multitude out there. Boy, this ain't going to work. There's 20,000 people out here. And we got five loaves and two fish. Seemed like it's going to fail. But he gave what he had. And when Jesus got through breaking it, and they got through feeding the whole multitude, they took up 12 baskets full. Can't you just see this little boy? This boy going home, dragging 12 baskets full. Now, it wasn't just pieces. That was what they broke off. They broke it and put it in these baskets and they distributed it. That's how much was left over that they hadn't touched. He ended up with 12 baskets full. Don't tell me the hundredfold return doesn't work. Can you see him going home, dragging all these baskets of fish and bread? And his mother said, what'd you do, Rob? Safeway store, you know? (laughs) No, I practiced the word. I gave and it was given unto me. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together. And they gave it all to me. And did you notice it wasn't but a few chapters later? 
till they had another repeat of this. And I don't know, but I imagine it was the same guy. (laughs) They say, yeah, I got some fish and bread. Here's what we got. I'll give it to you. I'll invest it in the ministry. And he went home with seven baskets full. Well, it didn't look like enough, did it? But he gave what he had. Now look at Luke, the fifth chapter. Here you have Peter. He and his crew went fishing. And they fished all night. Verse 1, it came to pass that the people pressed upon Jesus, you see, to hear the word of God. They stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust it out a little from the land. And he sat and taught the people out of the ship. He preached a prosperity seminar. No, he did because he got prosperous when he preached it. Now, notice what happened here. Now, when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. But Lord, we've toiled all night. Master, we've toiled all night. We've taken nothing. Lord, it didn't work. I've already fished all night and didn't catch fish the first. Nevertheless, at thy word. No work now because he's going to do it at his word. See, the last night he went fishing because somebody said, Boy, we caught him last night. He just thought it was a good night to go fishing. Didn't catch a thing. But now he's going to do it at the words of Jesus. Makes a difference when you do it at the word. Somebody said, Wow, Brother So-and-so gave his old 1974 car to a missionary and he got a brand new Cadillac. Somebody gave him a Cadillac. I'm going to give my old bomb away. Yeah, and you're going to walk for 12 months. See, God told him to give his to help the missionary. And you just giving to get. Different motives, see. God didn't tell you to do it. God told him to do it. See, makes a difference when you do it because of the word. But now, when Peter let down the net, he caught a net breaking, boat sinking, load of fish. But he only had a half a notion to do what Jesus said. Because Jesus said let down the nets, plural, and he only let down a net. If he'd have let down both nets, he wouldn't have broke them. Do you get the point? He did it at the words of Jesus and then it worked. That's what to do when a thing seemed to fail. Do what the word said. And you just keep on doing it. And keep on doing it. Now notice what happened here. He invested his boat in Jesus' ministry. See, the Bible says, Given it shall be given unto you. Somebody said, well, I've done everything Charles Capp said to do in his book. I've done everything that Kenneth Copeland said to do in his book. Nothing worked. How about doing it at the words of Jesus? Makes a difference when you do it because of God's word instead of what some man said. See, we relate experiences sometimes to inspire faith, but faith comes from the word of God. So here's Peter, when everything had failed, he went back to the words of Jesus. He did what Jesus said to do. God told Joshua in Joshua 1.8, Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth. Meditate therein day and night. Observe, do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. See, hold fast to the confession of your faith. Keep God's word in your mouth. Keep your faith developed by speaking God's word. Even when things are going good, you develop your faith in the promises of God. It's hard to pour foundation when the flood's on. Have you noticed that? 
Jesus talks about a parable that he gives us in the sixth chapter of Luke about the man that built his house upon the rock. He laid the foundation on the rock. The foundation was doing the sayings of Jesus. He that cometh to me heareth my sayings and doeth them. See, the foundation is what made the house stand or the man's life stand. The foundation was not being saved. The foundation was doing what Jesus said. In other words, what he did, he did it because of the word. Now, it's hard to pull the foundation when the flood's on. And that's where some people make a mistake. They wait till the bad things come. Then they try to pull the foundation. Well, you can pour concrete underwater, but it's hard. (laughs) It's a lot better to do it when it's dry. So develop yourself in the Word of God. Then the last thing that I want to mention this morning concerning this, go with me to Romans, the fourth chapter, where God dealt with Abram. Let's start with verse 17. Paul is speaking, and he's quoting Old Testament Scripture, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now, see, this was when God appeared to Abram in the 17th chapter of Genesis. And God said, I've made you the father of many nations. Didn't say I'm going to, said I've already done it. But he didn't have the promise, child. And he is 99 years old. He's had the promise for 24 years. But now God said, I've made you the father of many nations. And he taught him to call things that were not as though it were. See, God changed his name. That's what he did. He said, your name will no longer be Abram, but Abraham. That meant father of a multitude. So God forced him to say what he said. Wasn't that slick? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let's just rename him. So he'll have to tell everybody, I'm a father of nations. Mm -hmm. And faith cometh by hearing. Now listen to what it says. Talking about Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope. When it looked like everything's failed, believe in hope. Amen. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. If faith is a substance of things hoped for, it's the evidence of things not seen, then if you have no hope, you could have all the faith in the world and you would have nothing for faith to give substance to. So you've got to have something to anchor your hope in. What is the Word of God? He believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years Oh, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded. You know how you become fully persuaded? By keeping God's word in your mouth. Therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also. In other words, so we might learn how to do it. God considered him in right standing with him because he said what God said. It was imputed to him for righteousness. And you become fully persuaded by saying what God says in his word. You say it when things are going good. Thank God my needs are met according to his riches in glory. The ability to produce that in your life comes from the promise itself. The seed is in itself. He was fully persuaded. Become fully persuaded of what God said. The only way you will ever do that is hearing it out of your own mouth. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for the offer number 7228. It's two CDs for $15, $4 postage and handling. It's called Faith's Corresponding Action. 
how far can you go with corresponding action? You could not have full corresponding action unless you have full manifestation. In other words, if you had a guy working on your car, I believe he's going to have it ready at noon. So I'm going to act on my faith. I'm going to go down and get that car out at noon, and he's got some part out of it, and you drag that car out on the street and try to drive it down the street, and it just won't work. Why? Because you was trying to have full corresponding action when you didn't have full manifestation of what you was believing for. So there's a time element there. You realize that when we say corresponding action, we're talking about acting on the Word of God, confessing what God says about it. What are we going to do? Well, I'm going to put God's Word in my mouth. I can remember back when I was so poor, I couldn't pay attention, absolutely. I mean, I was so worried about my finances, worried myself sick about my finances, craziest thing I ever did, didn't have enough finances to worry about. And then I got a hold of the message, you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart, and the confession message of confessing the Word of God, in other words, saying what God said about you. And I said, thank God I have given, it's given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men given to my bosom. I have abundance and no lack. My God has met my need. Now, I didn't go out and buy a new car and do all of that. That's foolishness. Sometimes people act in foolishness and call it faith. No, you've got to have common sense and have a corresponding action as far as you have manifestation. And I confessed abundance when there was lack everywhere I looked. That's corresponding action, saying what God said, calling what God said. You call it in. You call the things that are not as though they were. That's offer number 7228, Faith Corresponding Action, two CDs for $15, $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.